0: Hello and welcome to Reciprocal, the math podcast from Soda 2 and Cooley Montessori, where we talk about what we did in class, flip it upside down, understand it in a new way, and make sure that we are ready for tomorrow. Uh, Today is Tuesday, September the 10th, 2019, and this is our third episode, episode 3 we are talking about fractions decimals and percents this time we're trying to become fluent in converting back and forth between all three forms of these numbers and we did discuss in class today how this is a seventh grade math skill this is something that we've all done before and worked well with in the past but when you don't use a skill regularly It's not as fresh, it's not as sharp, it's not as easy as it could be. And so it's very important for us as mathematicians at the beginning of the year to review these skills. It will improve our quality of life. It is a beautiful late summer or early autumn evening, blue skies, sun setting in the west as the world spins. It's about 80 degrees and if you hear clattering and yelling and dogs barking it's because my children Archie and Vivian are out on their scooters in the backyard going up and down I will uh, I'll try to keep all of that sound to a minimum and focus on the fractions here we go so uh, a decimal like point three two, zero point three two. 0.32 right we know that there are two... Decimal places after the decimal point, which means it goes into the hundredths column. And so, if we're going to make that into a fraction, it's an easy conversion. We just stick a hundred on the bottom. One hundred is the denominator. Thirty-two is the numerator, or excuse me, the numerator. So, zero point three two is the same as thirty-two one hundredths. And the thing about percents is that they are all about 100. If you look at the percent symbol, it's two circles and a line. They make a 100 if you look at it carefully. So 32 one hundredths is the same as 32%. We can do the same thing with a decimal like 1. 1.5. 5. 1. 5 is one whole and one half, right? 0.5 is the same as one half or 50 cents, okay? So if we move the decimal point to places, we get 150 over 100. We have 150 one hundredths or 150%. And if you didn't know that you can have percents bigger than 100%, congratulations, you're in the club. We can have super big percents like a thousand percent or a million percent. It's a way to describe growth. We can also have percents that are smaller that are smaller than one okay? percent. For example, point zero zero nine, okay point zero zero nine would be nine one thousandths, okay which is going to be the same as 0.9 percent. Because it's a one-thousandth, we're going to move the decimal place, right? Or excuse me, because it is three decimal places to get to the nine, right? It's going to be nine over one thousand. because the nine is in the thousandths column right? Three places over from the decimal point. When we look at turning it into a percent, 100 has two zeros, that's two decimal places or placeholders. We're only moving the decimal point two places and that gets us to 0.9%, right? Nine-tenths of one percent, so less than one whole percent, okay? Percents mean hundredths. Percents mean two decimal places, right? Moving the decimal point to decimal places. Okay. When we're dealing with questions that involve fractions, two percents, try making the denominator into a 100. If at all possible, stick a 100 on the bottom and you will be able to see the percent right away. Nine over 100, Nine one hundredths is the same as nine percent. okay? One tenth is the same as ten over one hundred, right? We can add a zero to the numerator, add a zero to the denominator or a place, right? So ten one hundredths is, of course, ten. And a lot of the fractions that you work with will be like that. Hey, I can just tack on a zero, move the place over, see it as out of 100, and know what the percent is right away. Not everything will be that easy, of course, and when you can't make the denominator into 100, we have some other suggestions for you. Like I've said in the past, if you're listening to this podcast and looking over your notes from class at the same time, that might be really helpful. This is kind of a way to get your brain back into math class, what you were learning and hearing and thinking at 8.20 a.m. this morning, right? Sometimes it's hard to remember at the end of the day. So feel free to listen while you read over your notes. Right? when you have to deal with a fraction that doesn't convert easily into hundredths, like five-eighths, right? Five-eighths is the same as 0.625, and I know that because I can punch it into my calculator. I also know that because if I set up a proportion, five-eighths is the same as something over 100 x over 100 and I cross multiply I will end up with 62.5 right five eighths is the same as 62 and a half over 100 okay or 625 thousandths right the same as 62 and a half percent As I say these things over and over, they should start to feel familiar. They should start to feel similar. I know that five-eighths doesn't look or feel or sound anything like 62.5%. But 62.5% should start to sound like 0.625, should start to sound like X equals 62.5. Okay? You should start to feel and notice the correspondence. And to wrap it all up, to go back to the beginning of the lesson, the very first thing that I drew in my notes today was a triangle. Fractions on the top, decimals on the right-hand corner, and percents on the left. And the arrows go both ways. I should be able to convert any one corner of the triangle into any other corner of the triangle. They're all three different ways of representing the same quantity, the same amount. Remember that numbers represent quantities, right? So that's everything that we talked about this morning. Tomorrow we'll have a chance to take our star test and set a baseline, set a starting line for our math race For the year, you've got to draw a line in the sand, otherwise you'll never be able to measure how far you've come. So star test tomorrow, do good work, keep in touch, ask lots of good questions, and we'll see you in the morning. I also wanted to make sure to share with you the answer to two of our morning math challenge questions. We have, of course, been starting out with some excellent puzzles. A few days ago, we had a problem in which eight equilateral triangles represented by matches organized on a table uh, are set up, and by removing just four matches, you should be left with exactly four equilateral triangles. People did a great job. There were at least three, maybe as many as five good solutions, and people earned extra credit for each of the solutions that they submitted in the homework folder. This morning, we looked at a frog who fell into the pit of doom 30 meters down. The frog jumps up or climbs up, excuse me, three meters each night but falls down two and of course the question is how many days will it take him to escape the easy assumption is that he makes one meter of progress per day which would leave him 30 days to get out of the pit however there's a catch It actually only takes him 28 days to escape because on the night of the 27th day, he only has three meters to go and so on the 28th day, he is able to jump or climb clear. So the answer to the frog problem is 28 days. Whether you got it right, wrong, or both, Make sure to submit all of your work, all of your solutions and ideas on paper to the homework folder. We give credit for strategies and for interesting approaches and for trying out a problem and taking a risk whether you got it correct or not. We also give credit for successful answers, but being a mathematician is at least as much about the mistakes that you make along the way And what use you make of what you learn in your mistakes. Oh, uh, by the way, I meant to tell you, I read a uh, study recently that uh, revealed that there is a very fine line between the numerator and the denominator. And only a small fraction of adults in the U.S. will get this joke